Welcome to Peking. I'm Jess DeBakey, your host and maybe even your new best friend. And each episode of Peking, I'm going to be exploring what I think it really means to peek. Do you hear the, do you hear the siren in the background? I've recorded this so many times. <laughs> Sip of my margarita. Welcome to Peking. I'm Jess, your host, and maybe even your new best friend. And on each episode of Peking, through conversations with my guests, myself, and my listeners, I'm going to be exploring those low moments in life that are actually our greatest chances to peak. It's the podcast I've been missing, and I have a feeling I'm not the only one. The type of self-help that doesn't take itself too seriously. This is Peking. All right, guys, so before we jump into the first episode, I'm really excited to announce that we have a sponsor, a presenting sponsor for the first episode of Peking, and that is Spite Candle Co. So Spite is a company based out of Chicago, founded by a friend of mine, and the whole story behind it is basically that someone told him he wouldn't be able to do it, and so he's doing it. Um, I love doing things out of Spite. It's super on brand for me and while I'm not going to completely encourage that all the time on peaking, I will acknowledge that sometimes we do things to prove people wrong and to um, dispel the haters. And I think there's something really beautiful about that. So I feel like this is personally on brand and representative of some of the messaging that I'd like to share with you on this show. Um, so yeah, Spite Candles. Go to spitecandleco.com to check them out. They have five different scents on there right now and more coming soon. My favorite one is called Suede Jacket. And let me just take a good whiff of it so I can give you my real-time reactions. I've been burning this for the last couple days in my apartment. And honestly, I've barely made a dent on it. And I feel like I've been burning it constantly. So these really last a long time. This one smells like, let me think. It smells like a hug from a man in a leather jacket, which... I've been looking for for quite a long time. So we haven't had a lot of touching lately, you know, coming out of the pandemic now. I'm ready for those hugs. I'm ready for men in suede. Um, you're going to need this candle. It's somehow, although it has those like leathery, woody suede scents, it's also super smooth and kind of like a refreshing, a refreshing time. So I really recommend them. They have a wood wick, which is also awesome. Um, it just gives you that kind of satisfying crackling sound that is really soothing especially in the evening and um i just really like these candles and i'm excited about this brand and this partnership there's going to be a lot more in the works between peaking and spite uh in the future so with that i'm really excited to let you all know that there is a discount code that you can use on the spite candles website to get 15% off, and you'll also get free shipping on orders over $50. So if you go to spitecandleco.com, type in at checkout the discount code PEAKINGPOD, all caps, P-E-A-K-I-N-G-P-O-D, and that will be good for 15% off of your candle purchase. I really hope you enjoy them. Also go follow them on Instagram at spitecandleco, and just, you know, burn better sense. I think that's their tagline. Kind of love that. Burn better sense, guys. 
All right, it's time to jump into the first ever episode of Peaking. This one's just going to be me talking to you about this show and myself and why I came up with this concept, why I'm excited to share it with you, and we'll just kind of go from there. So Peaking, we usually think of it as thriving, and it's often based on really superficial things, like somebody who's peaking has it all figured out. They have the best life, the best job, the best relationship, the best clothes, the best apartment, um, the best relationships with their friends and family. That's a person that we think of as peaking. But the more I've kind of dug deep and lived my life and experienced highs and lows as we all do, I've started to realize that the moments where I feel like I'm peaking and where I look back years later and say, wow, I was really thriving and peaking in that moment are the moments when I was growing. And usually I'm not growing when I'm when I have it all. I'm growing when I'm knocked down and when life gets a little shitty, to be quite honest. Um, and so that's something that I think isn't necessarily a novel concept, but to flip the script on the word peaking is something that um, just really resonates with me. And, and that's the reason for the title of this show. I feel like peaking should be defined as unlocking better versions of yourself through life's lowest moments. And I think that that's something that many people can relate to, at least people like me. So let me take a step back and tell you a little bit about myself. I've always been tagged as the emotional one. I'm a Cancer. We're going to be talking about astrology on this show. Don't you worry. I'm always going to reference it. (laughs) I think I might even do some segments in the future where I do like fake readings of people um, that I have on the show. I don't actually know how to do any of that, but I think I have a good sense of people. I'm pretty emotionally intelligent, introspective, emotive, um... I cry when I want to, just leave me alone, it's healthy. And I also, at the same time, have a lot of duality to me. So my head and my heart are often at odds. So while I'm that emotional person on one side of the spectrum, I'm also very pragmatic and practical. I'm an observer, I'm calculated. But at the same time, I'm like, I like to feel things and I like to take risks and I like to be outgoing and open. And so there's these two sides of myself that I think you'll find as we continue to talk on this show. I've also always loved performing from my first solo at my kindergarten graduation (laughs) to piano recitals and chorus performances in my youth, doing musicals, doing acapella. And then finally in adulthood, I actually made the transition out of kind of the music space. Not that I'm was ever in the music space, but that was my main hobby for a long time was singing. And then It was kind of harder to find that as an outlet in adulthood other than karaoke, which I freaking love. Uh, So I moved into testing out the comedy waters and I love comedy. I'm a huge consumer of comedy and I thought, why not have a hand at stand up? So I've done that a couple of times. I just love ultimately being in front of people and sharing my perspective and my you know, my laughter and making other people laugh and feel better. And so that's a lot of what I want to get out of this show too. I was the kid who talked to myself in the shower using the shampoo bottle as a microphone, pretending to be on a stage, pretending to be in commercials, pretending to be on The Tonight Show, pretending to accept an award. Like that's always been me. And I'm really excited to finally have this opportunity to 
be a little more performative and connect with people through that. And so basically I'm at this crossroads where I'm taking this leap and I'm deciding to unlock more of that side of myself than I really ever have before. And I'm low-key terrified, guys. Like, this is scary. And the reason it's scary is, I guess I have to back up. This past year has been really hard on all of us. We've been living through a pandemic, which is something that I don't think any of us have done before. And many of us didn't expect to ever have to do, or at least that it wouldn't take up a whole year of our lives. I'm an extrovert. I live alone. So that was tough, especially for the first few months when we were truly quarantined, not seeing anyone. I was also working in a job that I really liked in some ways, but I knew wasn't getting at my core purpose and all the stuff that I described earlier about myself. Like this job wasn't tapping into those sides of myself. I'm single and I've been dating. And what's weird is that I'm, I've actually dated more during the pandemic than I probably ever have before. Safely, of course, mostly during the warmer months when you can be outside on a patio. Um, We'll dig into dating a lot on the show because I've learned a lot about myself and other people through it. Um, Anyway, that's a whole aspect of life that made this year really transformative and eye-opening and where I had a lot of peaking moments. And that brings me to how I actually came up with the concept for the show, which is I was dating someone for a few months, I guess, casually, but I don't know. It didn't feel so casual when it was in the moment. And that relationship ended up not working out. He he pulled the plug on it, which story of my fucking life. Um, (laughs) No, it's fine. I just, whatever. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, I'm pretty healed from it at this point. It's been a few months, but I was hurting in the moment. I... I was really hopeful about that person and it was also at a time when I think I really wanted companionship. It was the dead of winter during a pandemic in Chicago. So it's like January, it's snowing every single day. I live alone. I'm just like working day in and day out. And one of the things that I looked forward to is spending time with this person because it was something new. Getting to know someone new during a pandemic like What a breath of fresh air, given everything that we have experienced over the last year. And that ended and I was I was pretty down. And then after a couple days of being in my feelings about the whole thing, I started to have a ton of ideas and feel super creative and want to just like write everything down and think of a ton of jokes that have to do with the experience I had dating this person and the experiences I've had dating in general and in the pandemic in general. And I just got this like feeling of new life and new energy. And that made me realize that when I've gone through breakups in the past, the same thing has happened (laughs) where I just get better. I unlock like a deeper version of myself, a funnier version of myself, a more confident version of myself. And it only happens when I'm going through those tough times. And then I started to think this is something that we've heard of before, like If you're a fan of Kanye and you know the song Through the Wire, um, shout out to another podcast called Dissect. They dissect a different hip hop album each season and do one song per episode where they dive really deep on the music composition and the samples and the where the artist was at that time in their lives and so on. It's it's awesome if you're into that type of thing. And uh, 
their episode on Kanye's Through the Wire is incredible. And, you know, that song is all about how he still, you know, he he was injured and had his mouth wired shut and his jaw wired shut. And he wrapped that whole song through the wire, literally, um, talking about how he's still going to he's never going to stop rapping and he's still going to do this through the wire. Um, you, you think about, I don't know, artists in general who put out their best music and their best artwork and their best writing um, through moments of heartbreak and loss and grief and suffering. That's a tale as old as time. And so that's something that I really find interesting and I want to talk about, but I want to do it in a way that's way more relatable to you and me. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to write a song like Through the Wire. I'm not. I don't write songs. What am I even talking about? I don't rap. I don't do any of that. You know, I don't know that I'm going to create artwork like like some of the most famous artists that have ever existed, but that doesn't mean that my story and my experience of peaking, of unlocking better versions of myself through low moments, that doesn't mean that my experience of that is any less important or valid. And same goes for your experience of that. So I really want to spend time on this podcast talking about the whole spectrum of low moments where you could find opportunities to peak. Everything from getting ghosted on a dating app to experiencing like true loss in the form of, you know, maybe the death of a family member or a pet or um, losing a job or, you know, what have you. Like anything along that spectrum is fair game to talk about on this show. And I'm so excited to dive into all of that with the different guests that I'm going to bring on. I'm currently in a stretch of peaking and it sucks. Like it doesn't suck. It's hard. It's it's ups and downs. I ended up deciding back in January when that relationship didn't work out that I wanted to start a podcast on this concept. And I just kind of hit the ground running, started planning, started writing. I bought a microphone. I was like, I'm going to do this. And I already had planned for the past year that I was going to quit my job this summer and take some time off to kind of reevaluate where I'm headed on my career path and figure out what the best next step for me is because I knew that it wasn't that and that I needed a change. So all these things came to a head and I was like, great, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this podcast as kind of a hobby on the side and maybe it'll become something. Maybe it'll just be a hobby, but hopefully it'll help me figure out where I want to go next, just taking this time off to do some stuff creatively. And a couple months later, after I had kind of decided on that plan for sure, I was given the opportunity, it just kind of came across my inbox one day, to potentially partner with a comedy studio in the Chicago area on the podcast. And it sounded like it was really going to happen. I went so far as recording my first episode, not this episode, but a different version of the first episode, with them in their recording studio. And I didn't feel like that first episode really went as deep as I wanted it to. Oh, if you hear sirens in the back, this is just going to be a thing that happens. I live in Chicago. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) We're doing this in my kitchen. I don't have a recording studio. That's the... The punchline to this story is that I didn't end up um, following through with that comedy studio. It ended up just not working out. Um, I can talk about that in more detail at some point, maybe. It's not even really that important. The main thing that's important about it is that I was really hype to be working with a partner on this and have that kind of support 
and someone to hold me accountable to this project. And, you know, for reasons of them not having enough bandwidth to take on more shows right now, for reasons of my own feeling like that episode didn't really achieve what I want it to and that their vision for my show was a little bit different from my own. It just didn't end up making sense to continue with them and no shade to them that it's a great comedy studio and I love going there for stand-up shows and we'll continue to support them in other ways. And maybe there's opportunity to work together again in the future, but it ended up not panning out and I felt bummed. I felt rejected. I felt, you know, like, how am I going to do this now? But at the same time, I felt like I had made this decision and made up my mind long before that opportunity came across my inbox. So I'm still going to do it. And I'm excited about doing it on my own because I'm going to have a lot more creative license and I'm going to have a lot more opportunity to play around and change things and so on. So that, you know, there's pros and cons with anything. But now I'm here. I'm week three out of my job that I quit. Working on this podcast alone in my kitchen. And it's scary. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to be unemployed or self-employed or whatever we want to call it. I don't know how to not have a boss. Like you grow up always having someone you're accountable to, whether it's your boss or a teacher or your parents. This is the first time that I have kind of free reign to do whatever. And it's, I'm free falling. Like it's really weird. And I think, you know, on one hand, it's exactly what I wanted. That's an experience that I wanted to try out and see what would happen. But I'm freaking out, guys. So I want you to know that while I record this podcast about this concept of peaking, I myself am going through this moment of peaking. It's a really scary time of change in my life, and it's one that I've chosen, but that doesn't make it any easier. I also think that people tend to think like the moment of peaking is when I decided to start the podcast or when I decided to quit my job, those kind of isolated moments in time that can be pinpointed and celebrated. But those moments came and went like, yeah, I felt good in those moments, but really the, the journey is where the peaking's happening. And I'm going to share a lot of that with you. So in each episode of peaking, you can expect that I'm going to open up with a little bit of this type of monologue, this type of rant, this type of personal audio diary vibe. I'm going to give you maybe a few minutes of just how it's going, how I'm feeling about this endeavor, how I'm doing, you know, with the unemployed or self-employed life. I can't even decide whether to call it self-employed or not because I'm not self-employed. I'm, this is not a business. This is just me talking into a microphone. Um, so, you know, I'll talk to you about all these kind of inner thoughts that I'm having and I hope it's interesting to you and I hope it gives you some way to make sense of stuff that you're going through, think about opportunities to make changes in your own life, and just like learn through it and relate to somebody. So I'll do that. Then in each episode, I will have a different guest. And that's what I'm most excited about because I love conversing with people about common experiences, like shared times when you were knocked down and then you learned about yourself. It's just so awesome when you meet somebody new and you're able to connect in that way and say, oh my gosh, no way, you also moved to a new city went through a breakup and had to pick up the pieces and then you ended up better than you'd ever been before. Um, Like, oh my gosh, you also were in a job that made you miserable and so you decided to take the leap and leave it and 
free fall into whatever happened next. Those are the things that I'm excited to connect with you on and connect with my guests on. And there will also be a blog post on my website to go along with each of my episodes. So I'll give you kind of my written reflections um, on my website and hopefully that'll be a nice way if you can't listen to the whole thing or if you want to share it with someone else, um, you can always go there to see kind of my written reflections and my written diary, if you will. So that's the plan. I'm super excited to get started. I I mean, I guess I am getting started. This is it. <laughs> I will tell you that my plan is to do bi-weekly episodes. So one episode every other week for now. I need to allow myself some space and time to get organized and figure out my routines and the structure around this. And so for now, it's going to be every other week. Maybe we'll change that in the future. There's a lot that could change. I want to give a disclaimer that nothing is final yet. Other than the name of the show, Peaking, the topic of the show, which is kind of everything I've been talking about for the past however many minutes, and me being your host. <laughs> everything else, I reserve the right to change. The format of the show, the music, the intro and outro, the taglines. Um, and I really want to change that based on your response. So please stay engaged with me. Let me know what you're thinking share your feedback, um, tell me what would be an interesting topic to dive into, an interesting guest that I should have on the show, an interesting segment where um, I could play a little game or I could get input from you all on Instagram and read your responses. Let me know what you'd like to hear and I am so all in and all for it. There's really no, there's nothing I won't try once and I'm really down to be super open with you guys and just have like that ongoing dialogue between us to make this show an awesome space for me, for you, and for this community. And that's one other thing I want to point out. We will eventually need to come up with a name for you guys, for my listeners. You know, like a little cute. I, I'm really bad at thinking of that stuff. I'm not very punny. So if anybody has ideas for what we should call the peaking listener base so that I can reference you while we're, we're on the show, that would be awesome too. Right now, I'm just going to call you fam. Friends, fam. Something like that. If you want more peaking, make sure you're subscribed so you get notified whenever a new episode goes live. You can find peaking on pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcast. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. Bonus points if you rate and leave a review. That would really mean a lot to me. And finally, follow peaking on Instagram at peaking podcast. I'm there every day and I'd love to hear from you. That's all. Thanks, fam. I'm a believer. Blech. I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> We're gonna have some good bloops. Some good bloops.